Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today's Friday, June third, and we're Sam's ready. Favorite day. Yes, there it's we go. Friday, the real but Friday. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about it all the time because people get tired. <laughs> but you get so excited. How yeah, I do. Tired of you getting excited and being in such a great mood. That's true, right? Especially yeah. when I was woken up to two terrible things, two texts that totally disrupted my morning. Here so we I go. just got out of bed <laughs> at seven, and uh, I was up early today. So I'm not going to discuss it. It's personal things, but family things but yeah it wasn't pretty so I don't know why I'm in a great mood. Well, we've got great guests uh, waiting here. We'll get to them in just a few minutes. And uh, and it is Friday. And yeah. <laughs> and my beautiful co-host is smiling. Oh, and thank there you. There you go. So He what, let me paint his nails earlier, you guys. Yeah, there I'm you so go. Excited. You see? They're all, they're all pretty painted. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to kill some time here. What do you expect me to do? Yeah, there you go. You see, you get, when, you, when you get a co-host, you get all kinds of uh, benefits from it, right? Yeah. There so, you well, go. it depends. <laughs> <laughs> well, some like your nails get done. Yeah, yeah, he likes that. <laughs> yeah. So, how are you doing, Cherie? I'm good. I think it's like some allergies thing going on. Every time it gets really? hot, I get like allergies. Really? Me. Wow. Maybe because the air is dry or something. Could huh? be. So yeah. yeah, I got to go home and take some more medicine. But that yeah, you sound like you have an allergy. Uh, yes, that's that's what it is. Unfortunately, I'd like to say it was for some other great party reason or something, <laughs> but it's not. It's lame. It's allergies. No party. I'm huh? not that cool. Yeah. yeah so I got to go home and. Take some allergy stuff. Exactly. So you'll be in shape for parties on the weekend. Oh, well, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. And my allergies probably hurt me now because of last weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's coming on. So you go to a lot of parties. Have you ever been to no. a, a Playboy Mansion party? Yeah, I have. You have, right? Yeah. That I ask because a lot of people have. I, it seems like yeah. the whole world has except for me. But I never really had a desire. I'm sure if I got invited, I'd go. But it's not I'm something sure that I would. ever thought about. Well, you, it's, you know, I used to, when I first moved out of here and stuff, I got invited. It was great. I always loved the Halloween ones because mm. he goes really, you know, they do body well, painting not, well, and stuff, well, right? for everyone, but I, I yeah. just love Halloween. So he goes yeah. all out and does haunted houses, and they, like, scare you. It's just great. But yeah, I've been to all of them. They're, they're cool and fun. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I, and no offense to Playboy, but at the end, like, the last couple of years, it just wasn't the same anymore. So, right. yeah. Yeah, I, they don't have that spirit there that they used to and yeah. stuff. That's and, what and, I understand. Well, I think, too, in the, because they, it wasn't as exclusive anymore. It got to the point oh, yeah. they were just letting random people in. Yeah, everybody Before, could it was, get like, in. you know, very exclusive, and it was right. only, like, you know, invitation. Well, I mean, they sent invites, but it was it was a lot more exclusive. And right. when I started letting a little bit more people come in and all, it just wasn't, it just kind of lost that, like, thing that it had. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. But uh, at any rate, uh, we're going to get to our guests in just a few minutes. We're going to talk about a cool film. And uh, I was watching the trailer, and it's extremely funny. It's a very cool movie. And... Uh, I mean, there's a picture of a sex doll. Let me just tell you that, okay? So, okay. an inflatable sex doll. Sex <laughs> so, that's doll. the kind of movie yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. What was the trailer? You but, just remember the sex doll? That was it? No, oh. the sex doll is actually the still f- picture, but uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll get to all of it. Okay. All right, cool. So, I'm uh, about this. yeah, I know. 
So, uh, did you hear about Prince and his death? They found out what he died of. Uh, I guess he overdosed on fentanyl, which is an opioid, uh, opioid that uh, killed him. Yeah. You know, it's a painkiller. Well, they had suspected that because he had right, a yeah. toward it. Right, because they found it near his bed or something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And apparently it was an accidental overdose. That's what they're saying. So, uh, but you know, apparently he's lost like a lot of weight, you know, mm-hmm. before that. And uh, I guess nobody except the people close to him really knew what was going on right. with him, you know. But uh, how sad. What a sad ending, you know. This is like the Michael Jackson ending, more or less, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, these people try to self-medicate and they kill themselves. It's so sad. I know. And these are like our icons, you know. So, I don't know. What does this teach the kids? You know, and it's a lot of it. I mean, it's a lot of prescription stuff that people are dying of. Yeah. And apparently, it's not like he picked up an addiction. It's just that he's had uh, pain, like hip pains for many years. Yeah. So, I guess that's why he was taking this. And that's why, you know, and we were talking about this Remember with yeah. uh, Matthew the other day about addiction. Right. How, um, you know, it's like these these painkillers are like really uh, cunning because it's like you don't plan on, on picking up. It's not like taking meth or something or heroin where you know you're going to get into trouble. But painkillers usually start legally for for Yeah, or like after good reasons. surgery or something happens. Legitimate reasons. Not just for you like, know? you know, if you have like a... No, not saying it's wrong to take if you have back pain or something, but you need to also look at other alternatives. But if you have like a major surgery and all those things are necessary, you need them. Yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes people can just become. They can. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, my mom takes a lot of pain pills. I don't know if she's hooked on them or not, but she needs them for the pain. I know that because my God, you know, so. But yeah, so having these around the house is not a good idea, folks, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Try to overcome your pain with uh, weed or something, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's- <laughs> healthy it's from the earth it's better for you and you'll get high in the process too it's much better high than pills so yeah so that's a story with prince and also i wanted to touch on i guess uh, a love letter from jfk is being put out what? on sale now wait i didn't hear about this yeah it's to? uh to uh to his mistress Marilyn or another mistress no uh <laughs> to his mistress uh who's thought to have been Mary Meyer, the president's mistress. Okay, so that's who they think he sent it to. Um, I don't know. Meyer was the wife of a CIA agent. Oh, this is amazing. This is kind of hot. I like this. Okay, so so she was the wife of a CIA agent. Uh, Yeah, and she was killed in 1964. A year after the letter was crafted, but huh. the letter, letter was never sent sent to her, and her slaying has not been solved. Do you think someone killed her? Absolutely. Really? I, 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 you know, I was watching the JFK like Chronicle things on uh-huh. the History Channel, and I mean the shit that they were involved in. You know, they're like <laughs> right. trying to talk about, oh, we're not so we're friends with the mo- like distinguishing themselves from that. Right. They were best friends. With, like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Frank Sinatra, and the reason he kind of separated from that was uh-huh. all because of his, you know, when he was running for pre- president and all that other stuff. They right. Were and all that come on yeah right yeah and, and the thing about Marilyn Monroe I have that documentary the funny thing is like everyone knows that she took these sleeping pills right to go to sleep right well the kind that she takes or took I don't remember the exact name but the, the doctor said it would it leaves a um, yellow stain in your stomach when they did the autopsy they said something like they had enough to kill a horse in her <laughs> but there was no dye in her stomach so they said it was injected and they had, there was a lot of suspicion like that people had showed up left came back I don't know if you guys heard about that and but the day before she talked to her ex-husband that no one knew she married 
prior a long time ago that stayed best friends with him uh-huh. and she uh, told him that she was so upset about what the Kennedys had did that she was going to hold a press conference and say everything and mm. she had journals and all this stuff she was going to say everything the, she said to that to him that night and then the next day she's dead yeah. And the funny thing is, now they had this HBO show a couple of years ago, came out, Love, Marilyn, with all these journals and everything this woman could have written about feelings wow. and stuff, right? But not one thing a JFK found. And that was such a huge part of life, so that just happens to be gone, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. No, you're and right. I just, you're right. You know, I mean, and it's suspicious sad, stuff. Her death is like, oh, she's a suicide, blah, blah, blah. No, like. I'm sorry. I, it, that, that just bothers me. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> they are involved in a lot of shit. I know. Well, you, you got to hear the part of the letter, though. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh. I'll read it real quick. But he writes to her, why don't you leave suburbia for once? Come and see me, either here or at the Cape next week or in Boston. I know it, it is unwise, irrational, and that you may hate it. On the other hand, you may not. And I would love it. <laughs> You know, and <laughs> so I know, That's I know. Amazing. So he says. Um, so listen to this. He says, "You say that it's good for me not to get what I want. After all these years, you should give me a more loving answer than that. Why don't you just say yes?" <sighs> I mean, this is the president talking. Wow. You know, <laughs> wow. So this is pretty cool. I like that stuff. Is that I, how it is? Like Why don't you just like say that. yes? Is there more? Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't release any of the rest of it. Maybe that that was it. No, but actually, they said it was a seven-page letter or something. Yeah, I mean that's a long one too, right? He must have liked her. <laughs> yeah, he must have liked her a lot. Probably because she was turning him down. <laughs> yeah, my God, wow, I wonder crazy. who she is now. I'm going to research oh, we're, her. Yeah, we're going to have to find yeah, out. Yeah, Mary Meyer. Wow. All right, folks. Well, we're going to get to our guests now who are sitting here patiently and just dying to join the conversation. I know. Yeah, they're ready to jump in. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we should say nothing there. Yeah, yeah no, now you like, can say because your mic is on. I have some opinions here. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, Rocco Vargas. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? And Nick uh, Palmichano. Thank you uh, for coming. Thanks for having me. Thank of thank course. You. They Such thanked cool me a million times for having them in. And we're uh, really excited to have you because you guys have a, a cool movie coming out, right? Yeah. And uh, what's it called? It's called Range 15. Uh-huh. And what's Range 15? Range 15 is a the first veteran-made blockbuster movie of all time. It is a zombie comedy written by veterans. Uh, all the, the the primary actors in the movie are veterans, and veterans produced it. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. Wow. And we love veterans here on the show, you know? Awesome, awesome. I mean, we always talk about veterans and, and how they... they uh, they don't get the recognition they need, but yeah. you guys are not victims. You guys are out there. Yeah. Uh, you both are former military? Yes, yes. sir. Yeah. Where, where did you guys serve, Nick? Uh, so I was, uh, I was an infantry officer for six years, uh, mostly in the Balkans in terms of overseas. Oh, really? Yep. How long ago was that? Uh, that would have been 2000. Uh, the first time was 2000. Okay, so there was trouble there at the time, no? Yeah, that, that was Kosovo. I was one of right. the first ones into Kosovo. Really? Mm-hmm. So you saw a lot of action there? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all it's all relative compared to what this guy right here really? is. Really? Well, uh, we'll get to him in a second. But, but <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a really interesting time when we landed there, uh, especially because it was Europe, you know, and I, I actually yeah. grew up in Europe. Really? Um, wow. And so to, to be in Europe at a time where 
you know, this was once a a site where people would go on vacation, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I think it was the fourth or fifth day that I was there. Uh, you know, some people threw grenades into a kindergarten. Oh, oh my God! God. Wow! Um, and so, to see that. So Jeez. it was. It was a real lesson on how quickly life can turn. Yeah. Because this, you, every we think about Europe as, you know, it's kind of like America, but they speak a different right. language. More civilized. Right. Yeah. right. But uh, not you the know, case, huh? Things can turn quickly. Yeah. You know, wow. When people are unhappy, when things happen, and um, so. It was a it was a real educational experience for you know for a twenty three year old yeah um, and a lot of times people think that the military is just going places and you know f- shooting bad guys but really you know for 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 most people in the military um, it's really more about solving problems yeah and yeah. you've got you've got eighteen to twenty five year olds that are on the ground and you're figuring out how to get electricity started again you're figuring out how to uh, you know how to get people work, how to get people fed, how wow. to fix buildings. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but this, yeah. this guy had had a very very different experience, right? But what you're saying is, enough. Obviously, not everybody's in combat, but there's a lot of tough things to do in the military, mm-hmm. uh, regardless. Yeah, yep. right. Okay, Rocco, and, and so he claims that you've seen a lot more action. So, uh, where where did you serve? Uh, I was like in Army. I was with the 2nd and 75th Range Regiment, uh, Special Operations Unit, and uh, I deployed to Iraq once and Afghanistan twice. Wow. Oh Special Operations. So that means you've seen a lot of combat. Uh, yeah, right? I, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, just trying so to that clarify. Was, it right. So that was, that was our job, right? I was an infantryman. So definitely right. we, we went there to do kill or capture whatever the mission was or the targets were at the time. So that's definitely the mission of uh, what we went there to do. Wow. Wow. And when did you serve? What time? Uh, from 2003 to 2007. It was active. And then I'm still currently serving as a reservist now. Oh, I see. So you guys are more or less the same ages, right? Because you serve yeah. at, at about the same time. Yes. Stuff. Wow. So... Um, Nick, what made you decide to enlist in the military? Uh, so my, my father was a Vietnam veteran, um, and he, uh, he actually never pushed the military on us. But um, right after we uh, – right after, you, you know, you take the PSATs and schools start sending you, like, college applications and whatnot, um, there were a lot of schools that I was looking at, and West Point was the first school that sent anything. And I looked at it and kind of said, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, but my dad, my dad grabbed it and said, I think you ought to check this out. Yeah. And so I, uh, I went to West Point and visited. I already, had already visited uh, uh, MIT and Brown and some other schools. So and you applied to that just like you would to any other school? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow, interesting, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what it's about. I mean, you're not going to go to West Point well, uh, not knowing it's actually military. Right. Yeah, that was the right. interesting thing. So, you, you know, you go to all these other schools and they're sitting here and they're telling you, like, we're the best. You know, you should come here and you can be, you're, you'll be the best, too, because we're the best. I went to West Point and I followed a plebe around for a, a day. That's what they do. So a, What's plebe a plebe is a freshman. Yeah. Okay. It's What's, a freshman. Okay. And uh, this kid just got hazed the entire day. Whoa. Uh, it was an awful day. Like, I looked at <laughs> That sounds fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, spend a whole day with him, and these and he's just getting beat up and and just housed emotionally. Oh, that's awesome. And we're at the table, and uh, right, the last thing that I was going to do was have lunch with everybody. And there's a specific way that plebes have to do everything. Like they announce 
plates and they tell you how much milk there is left on the table. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. It's still in my head to this day. I still Whoa. have all of it memorized. Whoa. Um, and an upperclassman leaned over to me, like he hadn't said anything to me all, all uh, the whole meal, and just said, look, man, if you're going to come here, you come here for you because if you come here for your parents or you come here because you think it's cool or status or whatever – you're going to fucking fail. Yeah, and you'll yeah. hate it, right? And, uh, yeah. and right there, I was wow. hooked. Really? That's a challenge. Yeah, I was like, I'm in. Well, yeah, what a, a challenge, That's right? a challenge. It's like, oh, you're challenging me yeah. now. There so, you go. Uh, yeah, you so see, Rocco Rock can understand that. Do you, uh, do you uh, get up for challenges, too, and stuff? Uh, I, mean? I mean, I think that's kind of a lot of the guys who are in our, the space that we dabble in is always going to be challenge yourself, you know, to kind of see how far you can push yourself into your limits and, and keep trying to test that. And I think that's kind of what we've done even getting out of the military and doing something like this movie. It's right. another test to let's see what we can accomplish. And so we wow. just continue to try and do set new goals for ourselves. It seems like this group has been insane. Like from the stuff they've done in the military to how successful we've been outside of that. When it comes to businesses, we're, we're both entrepreneurs. We both own multiple different businesses, and wow. and then we dabbled into this space. And now this is this is what our new mission is now. So right, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah, and we'll get to the movie, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We just kind of want to set it up and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I, no. yeah, very interesting, I, right? Yeah, I mean, it really is. that's the point because I think people don't hear enough stories from veterans you know yeah. you don't get enough and the thing is you have to understand something like you know on Memorial Day or Veterans Day people just yeah. go and you know and they do their own it's thing another day to barbecue right exactly right. and <laughs> celebrate but the thing yeah. is what you gotta celebrate is the bravery you know right. it's the valor I mean you guys are people that really sacrifice I mean that's what a hero is I think if you open the dictionary is a hero is somebody who sacrifices sacrifices of themselves for somebody else and that's what you guys do. Oh, yeah. I appreciate right? that. Yeah, I, appreciate I mean, it. just by enlisting <laughs> oh. in there, you don't have to be fighting, but you have to, you're the defending brave. a freedom. I mean, how brave is I appreciate that? appreciate that. I, yeah, I, you I know. I can't even... I can't fathom it. I know, I know. I know. So amazing. you guys are heroes, and, and and my heart and our hearts go out to all the homeless veterans, you know, people that were... Because let me ask you this. I mean, you guys yeah. were both in the military. I come from Israel where everybody, everybody goes to the yep. military. Let me ask you this. I think that the reason many troops have trouble when they come back home is obviously the things you see and all that stuff and right. post-traumatic and all that. But I think what they do is I, when you come in to the military, they deconstruct you and rebuild you as a fighting machine. Mm-hmm. Would you agree to that? Is that how it is? In a way? I, I would s- I would say more it's like uh, you get you get put into a location and I, they do rebuild you, right? I wouldn't say a fighting machine, but they make you this this kind of a structured individual that kind of depends on a schedule for years and years and years. Right. And then all of a sudden you get released into the world without that schedule and, and you get, oh. get lost. You feel like, well, I used to have a community of people that like-minded individuals that knew me, understood me, and we had the same schedule every day for four years, five years, six years, seven years. And then you get released into the world with no schedule and it's up to you to find yourself again. And wow. so it's, it's uh, almost like being reborn again. Yeah. It's like, oh, my goodness now what yeah. and so if you don't have that self-motivation built in you yeah. it can take a while to transition into the civilian world with it's just a culture shock where where yeah. man they don't think like me they don't right think, you know, right so you feel your way change you your thinking changes in the when you're in the military yeah i, I do but i think the other part kind of what rocco was getting at is a sense of community and mission and i think the mission is a huge piece of it when you're in the military you are in an egalitarian meritocracy where you are as good as big words yeah <laughs> that's West Point words <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know we gotta it, give the guy respect I love it yeah. I love it if cool. you're if you're good 
right? If you're good, if you work hard, if you can do the job, you are respected. Mm. It doesn't matter who your dad is. It doesn't matter who your cousin is. It doesn't matter who you know. You're either good or you're not. And that's just the way it is in the military. Like, mm. yeah, every once in a while, some general kind of pulls, you know, for somebody and they get a job. But everybody knows that and looks at that person as worthless. Yeah. You leave that yeah. world, you know. And, and for me, I went from I went from the military to Duke University where, you know, that should be the easiest transition in the world, right? Because I'm going from, you know, a good place to another good place. Right. You, you already got the regiment and everything but it in was, you. But it was still very hard for really? me. Yeah. I couldn't connect with people. Mm. Um, they looked at the military as something that it wasn't. They had opinions about Iraq that were uninformed. They... Uh, drew conclusions about things that basically con- pushed me on the outside. And right. in order t- to stay connected, I volunteered with the ROTC. Mm-hmm. I was teaching those kids uh, mixed martial arts and small unit tactics just so that I would still have a link to the military community. Yeah, keeping that, that, one, keeping that one foot in the door. And, and that's what kept me balanced. Yeah. And I'm a guy that, you know, I served for six years. And, uh, you know, never mind some of these guys that serve 12. Never mind some of these guys that have had 13, 14 deployments and have only known war, you know. Um, And then, you know, and and our... We have some of our friends. Our our lead in the movie is a good example. I mean, Uh he he joined the military. What's his name? His name is Matt Best. Okay. Yeah, And and he started... Yeah, so me and him were deployed together. We were in the same unit, but he showed up at 18 years old. He he enlisted at 17. Wow. So he's been going to war from from 18 all the way till just recently. Out of the military, he went straight to contracting. And from contracting, it's the same thing. Wow. All he knew was combat. And he'd come home and he'd enjoy himself for a little while and, and, and you sit there thinking like and you, you end up living this lifestyle where you're like yeah. well in six months I'm going over there again so let's enjoy it yeah you know? right and so that it, it's it's going 100 yeah. miles per hour and he went 100 miles per hour for almost 10 years wow you know what I mean and yeah. then to, to pull out of that yeah how long does it take for your body to transition that like absolutely well, in your mind yeah you no know? one's yeah, chasing me anymore I don't have to be so alert I don't have to yeah. think about being ready for the next deployment, yeah. you know? Right. It's a whole different world. And I can it's see how you... Because some other people take it differently. Like, well, right. after they say they don't, they don't go home and enjoy life. Other people, like, I'm assuming yeah. and I hear, have horrible experiences, right? Yeah, they can't and, move forward. Well, that's that's the problem is, like, everyone is going to handle stress differently. Right. You know what I mean? Like, me and him can join at the same time, doing the same job, but we see the same thing and I'm going to handle it differently than he's going to handle right. it. So there's definitely a lot of veterans out there that, that do need help and, and have been getting help. And there's guys that don't get help because and now they're struggling with these issues issues you know and that's a big thing that we try and promote is we go around trying to help a lot of veterans and, and saying like man you got to find that community again like let's right. find a community let's find them do the new mission Aww. and let's continue on let's continue to be successful like you were in the military take what you yeah. learned in the military yeah. and do it in the civilian world yeah. and let's kind of bring together that civilian military divide and try and try and get back into the community right from, yeah. but but we have to acknowledge the fact that it's not as easy for everybody to do it Correct. as it is for you not that it was easy for you right. but some people just can't make the transition back right. It's, it's tough. Society, yeah, it's right? tough. I mean, and I'm not saying it was easy for any of us. We all went right. through it yeah. at one point. You know, I, I, I would say it took me a good you. year and a half or so to kind of, oh, okay, I kind of get it now. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, uh, uh, for those of you just joining us, we're talking to Rocco Vargas and Nick Palm. Um, you say it. Palmashano. Palmashano. It's not hard. It's just the S and the C there is throwing me off. But <laughs> anyway, so uh, you guys uh, made a film called uh, Range. Uh, range 15 now uh, this is interesting because the 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 press release starts with uh, you guys are in apparel yes yeah, so okay tell us about that yeah. 
So we own the two largest uh, military lifestyle brands. Okay, and what's military lifestyle brand? Uh, so apparel, uh, you know, so T-shirts, jeans. Yeah. So hoodies. if Nike, so if Nike and Reebok would be kind of your fitness brands, right. uh-huh. military apparel would be military focused humor that like the the military, I guess, demographics would understand the inside jokes, I guess, if you will. Oh, really? So we have so it's like T-shirts with with kind of sayings, and right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, and so gotcha. So we're kind of competitors, if you will. Yeah, really. And wow. We, yeah, we came so, together for this. Really. So how did you guys connect? So uh, Rocco, uh, Rocco and a buddy worked on a, uh, a script concept, mm-hmm. and uh, and when they they kind of got to a point where they really were excited about it, uh, they they approached me. And, yeah, and so I'll go to the backstory behind that. Nick is one of the pretty much the front runner of the military brand apparel line and he kind of paved the way for guys like me there's there's multiple other brands out there that do well in the veteran, veteran community but uh, he was definitely the one ranger up his company was the one who kind of paved the way for all of us wow. and so out of just respect and seeing what he's done in the business and having just just looking up to him we were like let's go to nick and see if he's interested because just another big hitter in the in, in the community so let's see if he wants to partner up and make something happen and wow. and he was interested so it worked out yeah, yeah. no so, so but cool. yeah he's so Happy. Right? <laughs> She's like really emotional today. <laughs> I love it. Because it's so beautiful. We'll bring veterans here every week. Hey, if you start crying, I'm going to start crying. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to bring veterans here every week to get emotion out of her. <laughs> Very it's good cool. tears. It's good tears. Oh, guys. I love it. Yeah. No. So you guys are like, uh, so. But what made you decide him? I mean, he was like a competitor. Did you know he was a competitor at the time? Yeah, we knew he was a competitor. Oh, we've looked up to him. We see what he does, and we know that he sees what we do. And it was just this kind of mutual respect. You You have to have respect. There's enough space for us companies. And the way he does his company is different than the way we do our company. But you can't not respect the talent and and what he's done. But at the same time... you can see he has integrity, right? The way he runs his business. And why wouldn't you want to work with another big hitter like that, right? And like bring forth, like, our powers combined, right? right? Like, why not? Well, yesterday we had a guest that was talking about music and talking about love and hate and how, like, if you hate a song and you love it, love a song, you also got to know what it is, why you hate a song. Because right. there's something about it. Right. And, and look at that. I don't know. It just kind of makes, not that you guys hate, hated each other. I don't <laughs> like love, I'm hate. just saying, like, <laughs> no. No, no, I'm just saying, true. like, to, to, you know, you acknowledged that yeah. and you, yeah. you came together and I think that's really well, beautiful. I, I think the vision was bigger than us. You yeah, know what I mean? that, it's, it's, it's really what it was. We've always yeah. had a good relationship. So Article 15 and Ranger Up have always been really close. So before they even launched, um, we were sharing their videos because they used to do just YouTube videos together, like really funny things and they got like a cult following from that. Um, and we used to share their stuff and used to talk to them about different things and so we already had a, a relationship. Wow, with you trust. see, and that's amazing because, like you say, you know, I mean, yeah. me and my competitors, the hell with them. You know, <laughs> I would never <laughs> talk to them. We've got a couple. Yeah, there's a few of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. They're yeah. like, don't worry about. It. We got those. Yeah, two. we got those too. We got uh, those too. I know it's funny because yesterday I had a, a prospective host uh, call me and she says I went to the competitor and I said, well, what about LA Talk Radio? And he's like, no, I never heard of them. She's like, that's interesting because they seem to be everywhere and you guys are. <laughs> nowhere and you don't know him you know so it's that's why it's that kind of an industry you know people are like competitive and things yeah. like that but you guys did you know so you know that each other had been in the military right oh, oh yeah sure. wow yeah. so so you see and that's the thing I mean that's 
I think that's the values they teach you there, right? Rather than right. be competitive, work together. Yeah, we, yeah. we just knew the power that we can put together was going to be insane. And, and well, we really weren't sure, but we thought it would. And then it, it, it proved itself when we released our Indiegogo campaign for the movie. Mm. It just went nuts. And we yeah. were like, really? Wow. Yeah, people, was, yeah, people loved the fact that we were working together. It was yeah. insane. Like, we were excited about it. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. We, were, we didn't realize the fans would... I mean, it was the so many people were just right. like, it's so cool that you guys are doing this yeah, together. Yeah, that's know? true. I mean, she's yeah. touched. She's I know. I was by, crying over she's here. She's crying <laughs> about <laughs> it. So actually, the, the name of the movie comes from the two companies. So Ranger Up and Article 15, Range 15. Right. That's right. And that's, that's so the, cool. the next question is, tell us, uh, I want to know the meanings of the name. So Ranger Up, tell us what that came from. So, um, so you know, Rocco came from uh, the 75th Ranger Regiment. I was right. an instructor at Ranger School for a while, uh, and we're you know, so we're, we're Ranger qualified. And it's one of the one of the hardest schools that you can go to anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say probably the hardest. There are uh, there are people that come from other special operations worlds that that go to Ranger School and fail. Really? Uh, and it's a selection, uh, so it's it's kind of like a selection. It's a tough course. But but really right. what you learn there, you're not learning, you know, you learn tactics, but not really. You're not really learning to be uh, proficient. What you're learning is how to suffer and still function. So you're starved, uh, you're provided with no sleep, and you do that for two and a half months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're given missions, and you're graded on how you handle those missions. Right. And so it's become a thing where to ranger up is really to toughen up, but like on a whole nother level. Wow. It's like uh, suck it up. Suck yeah. it up. It's kind of this concept. It's, it's, been, it's gotten big throughout the military. It's like, hey, man, ranger up, man. Get, it, get through it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So some military people would know exactly what yeah. it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so cool. and then Article 15. Okay. Article 15. <laughs> yeah. They have a different approach. They want a whole different <laughs> Route. Okay. <laughs> so our Article 15 is actually the uh, the UCMJ action, uh, the paperwork that happens when you get in trouble. So Uh-oh. if you're in trouble, it's kind of like the paperwork yeah. is is an Article 15. Like I just okay, received. Gotcha. Like, it's your military if, disciplinary action. If you got in trouble, Uh-oh. and it's if you got in trouble for something that isn't the end of the world, right? Like you're right. not going to prison for an Article 15, but okay. it, Article 15 is like you did something dumb. Like yeah. what? Like yeah. an example? Because I'm curious. Uh, so for when I took over the mortar platoon uh, I took over because they felt like they needed new leadership because my guys had thought it would be a funny idea to stack up all of their mattresses outside <laughs> and uh, jump out of the third story window and land on these mattresses. That was fine. No one knew about I think it. It's funny. Where, yeah. where, I think they, it's great. where they went yeah. wrong, though, is uh, they. They threw the German police chief's daughter, who one of them was dating, out the window, <laughs> and they didn't. They didn't tell her that there were mattresses there, so she thought. Oh, they didn't tell her. They she just, thought she was being hell? murdered. Was amazing. They thought. That's they so thought funny. this was like a hilarious yeah. thing. They're like, "Oh, that's enough of you," and they threw her out the window. <laughs> And she she was fine. She landed on a ton of mattresses, but like for oh two God. seconds, she thought she it was thought over. she was dying. Yeah, wow. And they yeah. thought that actually was that'd be a cool thing to go through. I, I, I wish they. I wish you recorded that. Right. So that, yeah, yeah, so that, that was an Article 15. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, and so like just, just wow. to understand the both companies, the oh, names really, really the names kind of really fit. We do a lot more edgier 
kind of we stay on that. They will too, but they're also more respected. I think the demographics like we have more they of go, a younger They go group. to a different place. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we can get really dark with our stuff. Yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. the thing. You see, you each have its own niche, so you're right. not really competing. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. You have yeah. different markets and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the film. So the film is called Range 15, right? And yeah. that's... Uh, now, you guys put the names together, but how does it apply to what the film is about? So, uh, Range 15 is a location that we are trying to get to. Okay. So, we, the movie starts with uh, our group of, of vets in the drunk tank. Because we, <laughs> we got arrested the night before because of some stuff that Matt, the, the main character in the film, had done. Right. And uh, it was a big party. We're all in jail. While we're in jail the zombie apocalypse kicks off so it just so happens that we were safe because we were locked up yeah that's awesome <laughs> and, uh, and then you're, we're just, you know, obviously everyone's military everyone has experience we're like oh hey it's the zombie apocalypse we've all been waiting on this one yeah, yeah, right? Right? so we were so, so it's weird other other zombie movies everybody's like really upset and, and you know there's that sad moment where they're trying to figure it all out like we were like, you guys we're like yes, you're like yes yeah. it's happening like, this is it <laughs> this is the moment so uh uh, we uh, we're, we're fighting our way through things. Yeah, uh, we meet you know that we meet some beautiful ladies and oh yeah, zombies. they're very are, beautiful. Are, are, I was like, were they zombies? Oh, <laughs> little, little column A, little column B. Uh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I, I saw the trailer. Oh, oh, you, oh, oh that was, I knew it. I a knew little cute blonde chick with yeah. shorts with hot pants and yeah, uh, that's what I remember from uh, the trailer. But you gotta have those in the movie. You've got, you've got, you've got nobody you got wants it. to watch a movie with five dudes. Exactly, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah, a sausage fest. <laughs> yeah, no. We <laughs> and uh, and then we uh, we accidentally find the cure. Yeah, and so, and uh, so we have to get. We have to. Yes, it's definitely. A, it's, it's a fun great. journey. It's a fun journey to try to get to range comedy. fifteen. Yeah, yeah oh, it's, it's all comedy. comedy, and it's yeah. and it's edgy comedy and it's gonna yeah. offend people and it's, and, it's great, and, and, and we can do Comedy's whatever we want because it's it, our movie it, yeah. there you it go. makes the hangover look really tame oh, really? oh shit well, well I, I yeah, want to like, see this yeah, we, like, yeah. it's got people, no rating really <laughs> yeah they wouldn't they were like no great. yeah we can't get an R Really? Wow. Can't get an R. We Be tried. Good. We uh, <laughs> there's there's too much male nudity. Uh, oh wow! And uh, <laughs> too much male nudity. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. And, uh, there's uh, there's too much murder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So uh, we didn't know this because we have some there's some uh, killings in the movie that we do for comedy, mm. um, but. Uh, I know that sounds weird. No, yeah. it's <laughs> now that I said it out loud, uh, I take that back. That was but, awesome. but apparently, uh, in order to get a uh, an R rating, you have to acknowledge that the murder was wrong, or there has to be retribution. Like you kill so somebody, kills somebody, and then later they get murdered, or they get arrested, or at least everybody knows this was a bad thing. Right. And we've got like okay. uh, we've got like six or seven murders that have no. No. Cheering it on, cheering yeah. on their day. Awesome. Kill, <laughs> kill everybody for the hell of it, no. like a video game. Not everybody. Not everybody. No, not everybody. Yeah. But, about, you know, but that's the point. I mean, it's a comedy. It should yeah. be refreshing. Yeah, a lighter look. A lighter look at. At military, right? Yeah, we just—it's yeah. just going to be—it's—it's it's military humor, but uh, not even that. It's just humor. It's edgy. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's—we didn't take ourselves serious. We knew people were going to get offended. We don't care. Right. It's our exactly. movie. You know what I mean? And that's really what it was. All, the power behind it was—we were able to raise the money ourselves with the community coming together. 
we're going to do the movie our way, you know yeah. what I mean? No matter yeah. what anyone says. And that, so we're, we're proud cool. of that. That's that, great. That, that, that's been the interesting part yeah. of all this is we originally went, tried to go the Hollywood approach and make a movie, you know, like everyone else makes one. Right. And basically, closer to the oh, bike. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, basically we're, we're told that, uh, you know, Okay, so let me get this straight. You want to make a dark comedy that stars non-actors <laughs> that needs uh, uh, you know some real money to make. Uh, you're going to break all the rules. You're going to do all these offensive things and essentially piss everyone off. Like there's <laughs> no way you're going to get this made. So at that point, we were like, ah, oh, we're just going to go to the community and we'll do an Indiegogo. And even our even the the Ross Patterson who we asked to direct the film, he was like. He told us he d- didn't think the movie was going to happen. He's like, if we if we get the money, I'm in. But I don't, you know, you don't understand how hard it is to to get a couple hundred thousand. I mean, you guys are in L.A. You know, you've heard yeah. it. You've heard yeah. it before. There's scripts out there. It's like, hey, I got this cool script. Awesome. Who's funding it? Oh, exactly. Yeah, and or they're yeah. trying to because we're I have a meeting after this. Or they try to like constantly rewrite your, your right. shit. And that yeah. that's like that's exactly like let's ooh. let me change it. This will work better. Yeah. Like no 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 no, 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 we're doing it our way. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I understand yeah. And so exactly and so our director said himself. He goes. We didn't believe it. And then we did the Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. And the owners of Indiegogo ca- our campaign Called. are calling and saying, who the hell are you dudes? Yeah. Whoa. You're like, how yeah. are you raising this money? So we hit. Really? A, we originally had a goal of like $350,000 on Indiegogo. And uh, and we hit that in 40 hours. Yep. What? And how did you guys amazing. do that? I mean, how did you get the exposures that so, so many people... So the backstory behind what we yeah. do is we're huge on social media. We have a big social media following from his, from his and ours. We probably can reach to 9 million in a day. But how? I mean, because, because we've made personally inter- or your companies, no, our, our companies, our, okay, yeah, actually both. Oh, so gotcha. what, we, what we've done, we've essentially we've created this foundation of 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 uh, of, a, of a following from funny YouTube videos. Oh, these funny YouTube okay. videos essentially will market our T-shirt brand, right? So right. we've built these T-shirt brands from these funny YouTube videos and post them on Facebook, and then that became the marketing. Now we have this following of half a million here, half a million yeah. here, wow. and we were able to share. And there's our shares. I mean, we have videos that are. Two million views, three million views. I think total YouTube's is somewhere around thirty million views on all it's, our. Wow! Our, so You're gonna have another yeah. one now. And so that's, yeah, that but, and, yeah. And Facebook Shoot. is so, even bigger now. Right, yeah. Facebook's even yeah. bigger yeah. now. Wow. And so with that, we just reach out to our community. Say, yeah. hey guys, there's a bunch of veterans making a movie. And support, help us out. Let's, wow. let's make it happen. I'm so proud of yeah. you guys. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah, we we so we yeah, ended up raising uh, 1.2 million dollars yeah. on, oh, wow. on Indiegogo. Congratulations! And then, uh, and then so you were—I mean, you were a serious contender now, right? Oh, I everyone knows who we are now. Yeah, the movie is going to be released in how many theaters? It says 500. About 500. 500 yeah. theaters. Yeah, 500 theaters. Uh, and uh, so people are going to actually be able to watch it in the theater. Yes. It's not something only online or anything. No. We yeah, you guys better. have gone beyond that. But we've, done it, we've film, done it a right? different way, though. Yeah. Um, because, again, so we, we got the money for the movie, uh, you know, and then we shot the movie. And now all of a sudden there's buzz. And uh, a bunch of studios are like, we want to, we want to buy this. Wow. And so, you know, we've been offered a few million dollars for the movie, but they want changes. They yep. want, they want to reshoot See? things. This no. is too offensive. And you guys won't compromise even no, for a few million dollars. No, 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 no because here's the don't, thing: like, don't do it. this is our yeah. heart and soul. This is this is this is what we've created from the ground up, and no one's going to touch that. And the thing is. It's kind of just a testament to what we believe in, man. That like, like we're going to go around Hollywood if we have to, and we're still going to be successful no matter what because we have a following, we have a community, and we're not going to turn our backs on our own community. And if we sold out, that's turning our backs on our own community. Yeah. 
the, the other mm-hmm. part, and just you know, to get personally serious for a minute, um, I when I left the mili- military, I had a corporate job for a while before I started Ranger Up, and um, you know, I I was 29 years old. I was making a quarter million dollars a year, and it was the least happy I've ever been in my wow, entire really? life. Um, I hated everything about my life. I didn't believe in what I was doing. And um, I found out I was getting a raise on a Friday for about $100,000, a big job. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy. He's talking about it like it's $100. Yeah. Go ahead. And, uh, no, I'm serious. And uh, I, uh, I quit on Monday because I knew if I took that job that that was it. I would sell out completely. I, you, yeah. you, once you start making that kind of money, you can't get out of it. And I jumped into Ranger Up, which was my hobby, full time. Almost went broke. Uh, all, you know, 50k of credit card debt. Sold all my mutual funds. Had had 1300 dollars in my name. I was a single dad with two kids. I mean, it was like wow. a rough time. Wow! But it's the happiest I've ever been. Yeah. I was I was I was better at work. I was a better dad. I was better at everything. Mm. Um, there's passion in that because man. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. and so now when we're we're in the situation again where we can we can take. We could take a few million bucks and, and, you know, that'd be a huge payday for us personally. Um, but I know money doesn't make me happy. Right. right. And and people should uh, take away from this, yeah. you know. Do you I have agree. any kids? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm actually a single father of four. Really? So, yeah. oh my goodness. Single father of four. <laughs> Where <laughs> the hell are the mothers, man? What is going on here? I'm taking applications right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm remarried to an awesome woman, so I'm, oh, awesome. I'm good now. I'm Great. good now. And you're taking applications. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you have a good job, you know, good health benefits, let me know. Exactly. <laughs> just be, yeah, just be working. That's what's yeah. important. You know, so many people just don't work yeah. anymore. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so the, uh, the film is Range 15. You guys can find out more at the, on the website, which is range1515.com, and uh, hits theaters June 15. Yes, it does. So that's a week from, uh, or two weeks from today? Pretty much, yeah. 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 Wow. And uh, so wait a minute, but what's today? Today is something also, right? Today we have the premiere in uh, Los Angeles. Go ahead. Oh. You can give them more Did you yeah. have it already? Or no, you no, no it's tonight. It's tonight. Oh, wow. It's tonight at the Vista Theater, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be pretty wild. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, hoping, I'm hoping The Rock shows up, because I'm, I'm in love with him. He's, <laughs> really? It's, it's my idol. You hear that? And, and the Rock. Dwayne, if, Rock. if, Dwayne, if you're listening, yeah. it's, it's me, Rocco. Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, wow! Should have fun tonight, though. So uh, tonight, June third at the Vista Theater. What time? Do you know? It's yeah. It's yeah. a midnight showing. Yeah. Our, oh so wow! Our director is always every single movie he's ever put out. He's shown at the Vista at midnight, and uh, he didn't want to break that streak. Really? And so it we, works for him. It's it's just cool. Yeah. It's really it's just neat. Different. Yeah. Uh, we went to his last movie. Uh, the premiere and it was just a wild experience you know wow. it's a different feel so. yeah. it's real yeah. fun I mean he's the type of director that really lets us do what we want to do he goes how do you want to film this okay I got it let's go and yeah. so it's it's a fun time on set it's really yep. very laid back uh, and, and he was able to create the product that we wanted so. yeah he he, uh, he deserves a lot of respect for this movie because we you know on a, on a small budget he really makes this thing look like a nine ten million dollar film I mean it ended up being it ends up looking beautiful yeah and some of that is because I, the 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 veteran community and and honestly the some of the members of Hollywood as well came through for us in a way that I would have never expected. Mm. We had uh, jets donated to us, yes. so we're, there's like wow. a scene with jets yeah. bombing where the jets were donated, military equipment was donated. Um, there's a really cool story where we had a Humvee breakdown. 
and uh, soldiers came from from another yeah, f- yeah four hours away from they, a base just to help us get it and going. fixed really? it and yeah. fixed it wow. during the duty day I mean, so I mean, they broke the rules the behind that would be an article yeah. 15 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go awesome. so the behind the scenes of this movie is probably going to be more emotional than anything you guys can see really the heart and the passion behind this project yeah. that's awesome yeah. so tell us uh, let's just acknowledge all the people that were involved uh, Nick you're the producer right of the film uh, we, we all are but oh you all are so, producers yeah. okay yeah. And just because that's what it said here, but okay. So how many uh, how many characters are uh, the main characters? There's, Is it like five, six, five main characters? Five of yeah. you, yep. and you guys both play uh, roles in the movie. We yes, all, we, do. Yeah, we all we, play we ourselves. Play, uh, we play yeah. caricatures of ourselves. Really? Yep. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm looking forward to this because it does I sound like like kind of like a military zombie type of a hangover movie. Yeah, yeah that's comedy. exactly. And you know, you get to see buddies doing things and. <laughs> Crazy things, yeah. I'm looking forward to that, man. They're laughing because they know we're, <laughs> yeah. we don't know what to expect, right? Yeah. yeah. So we had we uh, we did a DC premiere last weekend, and we had 400 people in attendance. Wow. We, got, we got a standing ovation at the end, but six people did walk out of the <laughs> really? <laughs> and you know it's good I'm more proud of that stat <laughs> right. that's awesome yeah. like there just, you go you accomplished what you yeah. wanted <laughs> good for you good for you it's like a little baby though right I mean you it get yeah. you get hurt every time somebody will yeah. say a bad thing yeah because it, yeah, it's 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 made from us man, yeah. from, right. from the beginning to end so yeah it's it's an interesting when you hear something yeah. negative and, you're like oh and this yeah. is a big one because this is this is Hollywood watching it. This yeah. isn't. This isn't. You know, our people watching it. This is yeah. Hollywood. Like so the military it's gonna be, is going to enjoy it, but it's, like it's going to be interesting. Nervous to see outside of that world. You know? yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did any? Did you have experience in entertainment um, prior to this or anything? You just no. said this will no. make. A I grew. Great I grew movie. up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I grew up in San Fernando. So no, we uh, we learned this one as we went. Yeah. yeah, we really did. So that's what we, we didn't even know if we can act. Honestly, yeah, we, right. we've been doing short. YouTube videos and and don't know if that transitions to film, right? Yeah, skits are totally it's, it's different. so different. I know. You know so totally different. so doing this, then seeing it. I mean, we're all critiques of ourselves, and it's hard. But we're, the feedback we're getting is like, wow, couldn't even tell you guys look like you had some acting lessons, or, or everyone looks natural. Yeah. Right. And so, so I mean, it's not, it's not active hard. valor bad. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Much. yeah. It's <laughs> not active valor. Bad. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. Let's uh, finally also plug your uh, clothing companies. We might as sure. well, right? Sure. So how do people find you, uh, uh, your website? Uh, so mine is rangerup.com. Okay, rangerup.com. Easy to remember. Yeah. And, and yours? It's uh, Article 15. Article15clothing.com. Article 15 oh, clothing.com. So article15clothing.com yeah. or article15clothing.com. Sounds good. Wow. And there you guys can find uh, their apparel line. and, and uh, So it's is it mostly T-shirts? Do you also have like camouflage stuff? No. Boots, we do, like we that? don't do no. any camouflage yeah. stuff. No, huh? Military no. guys. No boots. Like t-shirts. No. Is yeah. it like mostly guy stuff? No, so we have women. I'll send you some stuff. I'll send you some stuff. Oh, yay. Thank you. We'll get you guys some shirts. I'll send you guys some shirts. We own multiple other little things too yep. so yeah. like a whiskey company <laughs> and let's just uh, what do you not do I mean, I mean there's so much yeah, yeah. On. I can't company. sing but Rocco can oh okay <laughs> we have a top comedy song as well yeah we have a lot of weird things <laughs> I love this I'm so happy well Nick Palmisciano and Rocco Vargas uh, let's also mention the, the uh, rest of the guys of course Absolutely. Matt, uh, I'll say uh, Matt Best and Jared Taylor that's on my side of the house uh, Jack Mandeville and Tim Kennedy on yeah. my side sounds good and the girls who are they oh yeah the uh, 
the blonde. Jesse I want Wiseman to know who the one. and Mindy Robinson. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Definitely. I mean, so we also we awesome should probably career. say we also actually have real actors in this movie. Yeah, we do. So, oh, William Shatner. Yeah, Danny. That's true. Uh, I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah, that's yeah. who yeah. I saw. William Shatner, yeah. Danny Trejo, uh, Randy Couture. Yeah, uh, um, Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Yeah. Well, you yeah. guys are becoming big. There's no doubt about it. And uh, we really appreciate you coming here. Oh, thank you. For and and to uh, to get the word out and everything. I mean, you guys are amazing. You know, you've done nothing but good things in your lives. You know, appreciate except it. for the stuff you didn't tell us about. But <laughs> yeah. that's your that's your skeleton <laughs> in the closet. They'll have yeah. to come back. And we'll oh, have to exactly. Them. There's so much more to talk yeah. about. I mean, you grew up here, right? I did. Where I did. did you grow up? Uh, I I was born in Providence, Rhode Island. I grew up in Italy, and uh, I was in Massachusetts for the end of middle school and high school. Oh, wow. So you've been all over, too. Been all over. 44 countries. Wow. 44 countries. Wow. Wow. You must speak a few languages, too, right? I I do. I used to be fluent in Italian. Now I'm functional. And I'm (laughs) functional in about three languages. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, Rocco and Nick, thank you so much again. Appreciate it. Much success to you with the film. Everybody go check it out. Uh, Range 15, it opens widely. We said when? June 15th. June 15th, okay. And tonight, if you're in L.A., uh, consider yourself extremely uh, lucky because, you know, this is where all the premieres happen. Yeah, you know? that's cool. So, that's really yeah. cool. Anyway, so uh, again, thank you and the rest of the guys and everything. I promise you, I'm going to see the movie, but I'm going to try and make the uh, the screening tonight because at midnight I'm not doing anything anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go and check Let's it out. Let's get weird. Yeah. All right. <laughs> thank awesome. you very much. Much success to you, and don't forget us minions when you guys are rich <laughs> and famous. And we'll be right back. Come back to visit. <laughs> All right. Well, Shuri, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you on Monday. Have a good weekend, guys. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio.